inspires i am iceland if you have not already subscribed what is you waiting on and if you are tuning in on any other platform please be sure to leave us a five-star review it will certainly help us out today we have my son darian on the show and we are talking to you guys about credit okay so darian is just going to be asking me questions and i am going to be explaining to him why credit building is so important especially at this age right now because you know I was never told about it. And by the way, I am more than qualified to talk about this. I own a credit repair firm and this is something that I really enjoy doing. So let's get into it. Darian, welcome to the show again. Thank you. You came back twice. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Okay, Darian. So we are talking about credit today. Tell me, what do you know about credit? Uh, I know that credit can help you get approved for a lot of things. Credit can help you with getting houses, mm -hmm. cars. Uh -huh. Just It's just a track record of if you pay and if you're trustworthy okay look at you you know a little something how did you learn that oh you told me about it <laughs> yeah i did i'm so proud of you that you even know that do you know why credit is so important right now in your life um no okay so let me kind of break it down for you so yeah. right now in your life it is not that you actually need a credit card or anything yeah uh, in fact you can't have one until you're 18 years old uh, by yourself however you can be added on as an authorized user do you know what an authorized user is yes that means i basically have permission to use your credit card correct so if i was to call the company and say hey my son made a purchase of 500 dollars on ps5 um <laughs> you know what they would tell me yes what would they say they, well he's an authorized user so he yeah. can Exactly. Well, I would never do anything like that. I know you would. I know you're a good kid. I was just so happy that God gave me you as a kid. Um, because I know, like, some of the things that India be like, Darion did this and this and this. I know that's not you because I know your character. So yeah. you know. But anyways, um, so yeah, so I'm happy that you understand what an authorized user is. Yes. I'm happy that you have an idea of credit. Do you know what a credit profile is? Credit profile. Uh, I believe a credit profile tells you your credit score. It does, but it goes it goes a little bit more into depth. Okay. Right. So a credit profile. tells tells businesses exactly who you are on paper yes now sometimes that's not the real reality but it tells them if you are responsible do you make payments back on time it tells them hey if i lend you i don't know let's just say a hundred thousand dollars will you spend the whole hundred thousand dollars or can you manage money well yes. that's what a credit profile is it tells the character of a person and the more likeliness if a person will pay them back or not okay okay yeah. um now Tell me what's the first thing you're going to do when you're 18 when it pertains to credit. I'm going to buy a car with my credit. Yeah, I think that's going to be a great investment. Um, now, you do know a car is a depreciating item, right? Yes. Why? What's a depreciating item, Darian? Don't be just saying yes. What's a depreciating item? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so a depreciating item is something that you will lose value. Wait. In. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, I heard of this. Like, um, I forgot what the other one is called like generational like a house isn't a depreciate well it is but it isn't but you could pass down the house of generations and generations and also it could be a what is it called an asset i knew that's the word you was looking for it could be an asset yeah you can resell it you can do a whole bunch of stuff with it that's so true and you get you earn equity on it as well yeah. a car can be an asset though don't get it confused. I feel like we're having a financial conversation rather than credit, but let's get into it. Uh, a car can actually be an asset. So you have you ever heard of Toro? 
Toro on um, the rental place. Yeah, yeah. You can list your car on Toro, and you can have people rent your car. And if they're covering your car payments, then guess what that is? Um, an asset. It's an asset because you're not coming out of pocket. Same thing with a home. Uh, now, actually, becoming a homeowner is that an asset or a liability? I think that's a liability. It is a liability because a home is not bringing you money. Yeah. But if you flip it and you make it into an Airbnb. Is that an asset or a liability? An asset because it's bringing you him money. Right, right. You you understand the mission. So your car starting off, it will be a liability. Yeah. I do suggest that, well, we're going to get you a car before you turn 18 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But right now we're going to use it to our advantage. We're going to help you get a healthy credit score. Do you know what the highest your credit score can be? Uh, 850. Yep. Oh, and what's the lowest? 300. How do you know this, Darion? Well, you taught me some stuff, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, you're really, really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, let's talk about the importance of having a good reputation when it pertains to credit. Okay. Um, do you know anything about paying bills on time and why that can or can't affect you? Um. Yes. <laughs> I feel like you got all the answers. What? Let's say you didn't pay the mortgage on time. They could put that on your credit, but it would have to take them at least 30 days to be like, hey, she didn't pay this. Let's put it on her credit. So it's basically like they're helping you. I also do feel like it's not kind of fair when you do pay it. It doesn't really get put on your credit. It does. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay, I get. All right, maybe I just overheard you this one time, but okay. Um, I thought I heard you say like when you pay rent or something, it doesn't get paid. You are absolutely correct. Oh wait, so it's rent that doesn't get right, credit. right. So oh. rent is not reported to the credit bureaus. Oh, but if you get evicted or if you break a lease, they report it like, oh, and she didn't pay us our money. Oh. However, I am contracted with a company in which your rent can get put onto your credit. So if my clients come to me and they say, hey, tell me more about how my rent payments can report to the credit bureau. I'll give them the link. They'll apply. Bam, scam, kadam. Now it's getting reported. And that's giving them a healthy profile, especially if they're paying on time. Yeah, because I feel like everyone should have that, especially if they're paying on time. Right. Now, do you know what the three credit bureaus is? Or do you even know what a credit bureau is? Let's talk like that. The credit bureaus are like the big dogs, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, when you say big dogs, what do you mean? Like, they're at the top of the top okay. of the credit. Elaborate a little bit more, though. Uh, I just know that they're just really powerful. I don't know exactly what they do. Yeah. I just know that they're really, really powerful. Right, so what the credit bureau's job is, is they report to the businesses. They have something called your credit score, right? Oh, okay, so like Credit Karma slightly so credit karma is not the credit bureau so there's three credit bureaus yeah we got transunion okay we got equifax yeah and we got Experian. experience experience so those three are the um, they the big dogs as you would say right okay so they report to businesses and say well this is their credit score and based on the credit score that they have, if you look responsible on that paper, the company say, I want to do business with her. Okay, speaking of doing that, um, I actually do have a question for you. Okay. So when you got your Maserati, I witnessed a lot of people fighting for your clientele. Was that for your credit or why was that? Okay, so they were fighting for my business. Yeah. 
the reason they wanted my business is because on paper, you know, I ain't, my, my history ain't always been good, but now I was able to fix my credit and have mm-hmm. excellent credit, right? Yeah. So on paper, I look highly responsible. I look like the type of person, well, I am the type of person. If you lend me a hundred thousand dollars, half a million dollars, I'm going to make sure that I do my job and pay you back on time, whatever payments you tell me to. So with me having excellent credit, the reason you saw my bank and you saw Maserati saying, I'll I'll reduce the lowest interest rate. No, I'll do the lowest. And then finally, nobody could mess with the lowest of the lowest interest rate is because of my credit score. So credit score plays a big role in your interest rate. Do you understand what interest rate is? Um... Yes, I do. Tell me what interest, interest rate is. Interest rate is like, let's say you had to pay someone a thousand dollars. Okay. Uh, well, no, not you necessarily, but like a credit bureau. Yeah. Barrel. Uh huh. Credit bureau had to loan someone a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Or- let's, let me stop you right there. A credit bureau would never loan anybody a hundred thousand dollars because they just are the ones reporting the credit score. Oh, uh, okay. So maybe a business. So, Maserati. okay. Yeah. Maserati's giving you a hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars. And you have to pay them back. Right. Now, let's say you have to pay them back 24% more. Uh-huh. Then that's like more than $100,000. Right. Right. So that's how the bank make money. Yeah. Right? Because Maserati, they, they, I have a Maserati car. But Maserati didn't give me that. They yeah. gave me to a third party who then uh, gave me the money. But they said, Miss Hamilton... We're going to charge you interest because you didn't have the money up front. So we're going to charge you and with the excellent credit score, 2%. Okay, so you did mention something about interest rate. Am I supposed to keep that private? Me personally, I'm just a private person. Yeah. You know, you get some people who don't mind telling you what their interest rate is. Yeah. Um, and you have others that's just more discreet about it. I personally believe that you should keep all of your financial stuff to yourself, you got pocket watchers out here. You got yeah. people who just sometimes don't mean you no good or just ain't none of their business. Yeah. Um, so me personally, I would keep that private. However, I've accomplished so much in my lifetime. Um, and I remember when my credit score was a 412. Now I have excellent credit that I almost don't mind telling people <laughs> what my APR is. Okay. APR is another word for pretty much interest rate. Okay. Uh, annual percentage rate is what it's called. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so Ma, I'm not going to claim this at all. This is just me hypothetically speaking. Okay, because words is powerful. Yeah, okay. so um, if I had a bad credit score, would businesses still fight for my business? Absolutely not. I mean, don't get me wrong. Businesses, at the end of the day, they are in business for a reason. You just now are high risk to their business. So what they do is they just put more security measures on you. For example... Your interest rate is much higher, much, much, much higher. So instead of getting, I don't know, a 2% interest rate, you might be paying 24%. Credit just goes so much beyond just having a good credit score. It's not about people fighting for your businesses. Did you know if your credit score is bad, you can get denied for a job? Oh, wow. You can, Because that tells the character you are. Did you know that? Did you know having a low credit score, let's say um, renting, right? Yeah. Let's say you wanted to rent. What they could do is deny you or make you pay a double deposit because your credit score is terrible. Yeah. So it's super important to make sure that you are actually not saying, hey, charge it to the game. Because, you know, back in the day, I used to tell them charge it to the game. I did. You want me to tell your story? Yeah. Okay. So you remember when we moved down here? Yeah. You remember that car we had? 
Um, yes. Okay. That car had a tracker on it. And the reason they had to put a tracker on my car, which they made me pay for, um, is because my credit score showed that I was not responsible at all. I never made on-time payments. When you gave me a credit card, I just maxed it out all the time. Um, so the car people, they saw that. And what they did is they put a tracker inside my car. Well, at that point of my life, I was not told about credit. I mean, I knew you ain't supposed to like mess it up. But I really didn't care. So I told them, charge it to the game. Um, I took that tracker off, drove that car right on down to Texas, and I had a repo on my credit. Oh, so like they put it on your credit? Yeah, they put it on. They told them people, she only made two car payments and we never got paid for the car again. Oh, wow. Now, I'm not recommending anyone do that. That's very highly irresponsible. But that just shows the state of mind that I used to have. Yeah. You know, I think credit should be something that everyone should learn about, especially in schools. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. Like, especially in math class and stuff. Yeah. Because you already talk about finances. And, like, the only finances... Let me back you up. Your school talk about finances. Most people don't, are not learning about money management and finances in school. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. In public school, we didn't. we only learned about value of money. Yeah. You don't really get to, you learn about math, uh, multiplication, division, and, you know, et cetera. But you don't really get to learn about credit and finances. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Ma, is it true that when I get my credit card and I pay my card note 15 days earlier, would that make my credit score go up higher? It depends. Not, so, the short answer is no. Uh, you paying your credit card early will not boost your credit score to go higher. I think what you're referring to is utilization. Okay. You know what utilization is? I've heard of it, but I don't really know what it is. Okay, so utilization is AKA the amount you owe, right? So if I give you a hundred dollars and you show me that I am responsible, you show me that I only will spend twenty dollars of this hundred dollars, it makes you look more responsible. So if you're paying it early, my advice would be to make sure that your credit utilization is just under thirty percent. So, okay, that's an actually really good question. Let's say you get to ball out, right? Yeah. Let's say mm, I give you $100, you spend $100, but it's not your due date. You're able to go ahead and make a, a payment early. And then when your actual due date comes, make sure that utilization is down. And what that will do for you is that will make sure that you're getting the max out of your credit. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, good. Another thing that I think is important for you to know is that you making your credit card payments on time and your credit utilization, if you combine that together, that's 65% of your credit. Oh, wow. Okay, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. I mean, that's, I know you... Yeah, that's a big portion. Imagine a test at school. Yeah. You get 100% for the test. Yeah. Right? But 65% of the test only comes from two things. You automatically passing. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you want to make sure as you grow older that you're making your payments on time. Your credit utilization is amazing. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Okay, so Ma, what about people who didn't learn anything about credit and their credit is horrible and they don't know what to do? What could they... That what could mean. they possibly do? Yeah, so the first thing I would advise you to do is, you know, you anybody can fix credit. You can fix credit yourself if you wanted to. I think the difference between credit repair companies like myself and other people who know absolutely nothing about credit that's trying to fix it yeah. is that we actually know the law, right? And it's being consistent. It's staying on the bureaus. Did you know that most people on their credit report have errors on there? Inaccurate, uh-huh. inaccurate reportings. 
Like you cannot tell TransUnion, hey, she made a credit card payment late and then turn around and tell Equifax it was not late. But so much of that goes on at the credit bureaus. The big dogs be getting the wrong a lot. So when you learn the law and you can fight them with the law, you automatically can get things taken care of. You can get it updated or you can get it removed. Yeah. Right. That's why when I'm working for my clients, I'll be asking the bureaus or the actual creditors. Do you know what the actual creditors are? No. The credit. Okay. Oh, I got a good example. So let's say AT&T. Right. Let's say I did business with AT&T. I did not pay the phone bill. They had to charge it to the game. AT&T can take my bill and they can sell it to a collection agency. I don't you ain't old enough to know this. But when those collection agencies call you, they say, uh, my name is Felicia and I'm calling from um, such and such company. This call will be recorded and monitored for quality and training purposes. This call is um, to collect the debt. When you hear those calls, I used to block those numbers. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can go as a credit company. I can go and I can go not to AT&T, but to the creditor that they sold the debt to. And one of the questions I love asking them is, do you have the original contract? And guess oh, what? Yeah. It gets so messy because sometimes the collection agency can sell your information to another company and to another co- and it just keeps going and going and going. And the more times they do that, the less information they have of yours. So I always hit them with, do you have the original contract? And if they don't have the original contract, guess what? They're screwed. Because by law, you have to have the original contract, right? So that's how I really work for my clients. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just a tip right there. Um... I don't know. I just love what I do. I love what I do. And I'm so happy that you are learning about this right now. Are they engaged? Yes. I don't want you to be one of those people to just say, throw it on my credit. Right? But we help families just like that. How long can bad collections stay on people's credits? You are asking some really advanced questions. And sometimes you just seem to amaze me. (laughs) You have seven years for a collection to stay onto your credit. After that, it has to be taken off by law. Okay. Yeah, but guess what? Just because it's off of your credit doesn't mean that the company still can't go after you yeah, and sue right. you. They can still sue you yeah. for not paying them. Yeah, you're so right. you're not off the hook really at seven years, but you kind of are off the hook because yeah. if it ain't on my credit, then yeah, you know what I'm saying. Then I have to be responsible and pay you. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess I'll pay you if I can. You know. Yeah. So let me flip the script. Is that okay? Yes. What advice, based on everything you know, everything you hear me talk about, the consultations I have with people, yeah. what advice would you give to people or kids uh, about credit? Um, so for adults, I would say put your kids on your credit card as an authorized user. If because, you are responsible. Yeah. Because you don't want to mess up their credit. Yeah. And don't be taking out stuff in your kids' names either. You know, people used to do that back in the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like you would be 10 years old and they'd be like, oh, you got a light bill you didn't pay. Because your mama or somebody took a light bill out of your name. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you though. No, it's fine. But yeah, just put them on the authorized user if you're responsible. So that way you can set them up Mm -hmm. um, when they're older, like 16 and stuff. And other than that, I think everything would be pretty good. Yeah. I know that's one of the ways that you can give your kids a head start in life. Is having this conversation with them. And then if you can't afford to pay a credit repair company, then one of the other things you can do is just truly learn the law. Stay consistent. You can do it yourself. You really can. And also when a professional does it, it's more done. Yeah. And like you can represent yourself in court. You can file your own taxes. But when a professional does it, 
is 10 times better. That's what we do. I mean, you wouldn't hire yourself to go represent you in court, right? You would pay for a lawyer. Yeah. You shouldn't be trying to figure out, especially if you are a beginner, you shouldn't be trying to do it by yourself. It don't make sense to me, but to each his own, you know, do what you need to do, but make sure you do it correctly. You will be spending a lot of time if you ain't, um, if you ain't educated about it. So, um, Darian, I want to thank you for coming on the show twice. You are so smart. I'm so happy you, my son. You always seem to just amaze me. Um, I like having conversations with you. Guys, if you want to see more of Darion on the show, please comment below. I want to see more of Darion on the show. <laughs> if you haven't subscribed, what is your waiting on? Thank you so much for tuning into Iceland Inspires. Be blessed. Bye.